Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Packham. Joined this evening by Matt Knight. Good evening. And Jay Cross. Hiya. No Joe Branton this evening. He's out on tour again. He was going to try and Skype in, um, but then he just texted saying, I'm still sound checking. So, uh, yeah, no Branton. But it did kind of put an idea in my brain. What about if we take calls? What if we do an episode where we take, we set up a Skype address (laughs) just for Guitar Nerds? And we take some straight-to-air calls. Could we do that with Matty? Yep. Yeah. On? Yeah, I yep. suppose you can just... Yeah, because we did, we did that Skype one uh, ages ago in the previous incarnation with Rebecca Dirks. With Rebecca Dirks, we did, yeah. And it worked quite well. Yeah. It's difficult. It's Yeah, I suppose it's... When you've got, like, a five-way conversation with everyone on Skype, it's kind of a bit more difficult. But with, like, two people or three people, it's kind of fine. Um, so if people want to do that, um, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum. You just have maybe to let's be... just put some ideas, just put an idea out there that maybe we're going to do a phone call special and oh, take some yeah. calls straight to air. You just have to be available by your computer at about six o'clock on a Monday evening. Yeah. Oh, mate. Wait, that's GMT. We no, but it's not GMT at the moment, is it? Because we're it's in BST. BST. Ah, uh, yeah. Which is GMT plus one. Yeah. Or minus one. Yeah. Plus one. Plus one. Yeah. <laughs> plus so, one. Did you know there's an internet standard time? Isn't that just GMT? I think it might be, but it's it doesn't also, change. It's, not univer- it's universal. It doesn't change with British summertime. Summer, summer, summer time. I think Isn't there's there a GMT? universal time as well. Is there? Yeah, I think so. Because the, the International Space Station need a general 24-hour time frame to, to right. work towards. I think that's also space. GMT. <laughs> yeah. Is it actually? Yeah, it might be. I just, think it is because it's just like, it's like the constant, yeah, well, it's like the middle of the map that we arbitrarily decided yeah, is the best way to display the... Yeah, yeah. It's because, it's because we, as uh, Greenwich or England, won the choice to be the centre of time when they decided, then they came up with the time frame. When, yeah, it was like Eurovision, I hear. Uh, there was a big vote. Who wants to be the centre <laughs> of time? Oh, yeah, Greenwich. Big, big <laughs> Before win. Before reality TV was a... Big win for the... Yeah, yeah, reality TV used to be a lot more boring when they were deciding who wins uh, Mean Time, uh, not who gets to... There was a, a reality TV show the other day that I caught a bit of that was uh, a competition to see which dog could learn to fly a plane. 
That was actually a thing. <laughs> actually a thing. Matt Knight, what have you been up to this week? Um, I haven't had a lot of chance to play guitar, unfortunately. Um, I've been, I work in a guitar shop, so I get a chance to play a lot of guitars. Um, but I haven't had a chance to sit down and play my own guitar, which has been a massive shame. Um, but I'm still trying to work out a way to record audio better for doing some videos. Because um, I kind of like doing the, uh, the little videos with the little iPhone. I think it's quite fun. Um, I thought if I could take some uh, live questions would be quite good as well. So, um, we have an iRig Pro Duo here that you can pick up when you next come down and see if you can get that to work, because I tried and I couldn't get it to record more than one channel of audio. So, uh, you should come pick that up and set that up and have a play with it. Isn't that what yeah, the I'll, Duo I'll stands for? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's two channel, yeah. but I tried to record into the phone and it would only record from channel one. That's really annoying. So... There's probably something that I wasn't doing in the phone to because I tried to do a periscope and record some um, like speech microphone and the guitar through uh, an amp modeler. Right. Okay. Um, well, the duo acts as a sound card for the phone essentially. Right. So, okay. Um, but yeah, Matt, you can pick that up when you want. We need to do a review yeah. of it, so um, it'd be good for you to start using it for some videos and stuff. Yeah, I think that'd be good. Um, and yeah, I'll pick it up. I think I might come down and visit you people next weekend. Cool. So we can go to the Lou Reed Drones exhibition. When, I, we should probably have this conversation off of the off air, but when are you going to do that? Because I'm busy most of Sunday. I don't know. I mean, how realistic, realistically, how long is it going to take you to go around that drones exhibition? That's true. I, basically, I'm putting on a gig on Sunday, and so I need to be... I can't do anything early, from it, early evening. Is the gig just some guitars lent up against amps doing yeah, drones? I'm, put, I'm putting on this Lou Reed thing. That's okay, right. yeah. sweet, sweet. Um, I want to hear your two reviews of that. You're no doubt going to say it's amazing. Yeah, I bet it will be. Yeah, it's going to be. Utter. I might even go to Jay's gig. I've, I've you know, got oh, things. Well, I'm really going to the dream. I mean, you've already spent most of the day listening to rubbish music. Then why not go and listen to <laughs> some more? You know, fine. Yeah. Talking about rubbish music, Jay Cross, what have you been up to this week? Um, so I, I spent a lot of time I feel like I spent a considerable period of my uh, my week defending Gibson on the um... well we're going to talk about that in this week's Patreon right um, okay because the yeah topics come up about Gibson quality control yes um, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds for the extra uh, episode this week is going to be like all about that a, I don't like acting as a natural bridge for you to do that I, I didn't know that so you I were shilling basically I you were shilling for the down. Patreon oh, there um, you go. yeah I think that's what we're going to talk about okay. in the Patreon episode yeah, so I, think I, I, feel, I feel like I spent quite a, a lot of my week being like nah and trying to decide whether it was whether I cared enough <laughs> to do it but of course I did yeah it's, so, it's the guitar nerds for yeah. you gotta care uh, yeah and I do I do care a lot um, even though I don't need to anymore I'm, I, I'm just a fan now I'm not someone trying to protect my own monetary interest but, cause I, because I don't work in a guitar shop anymore so I am just a fan and uh, yeah as a fan I, I, I was like oh no I, it was weird because I was wearing a Gibson t-shirt for the first time I think since I stopped working in a guitar shop about six months ago. I was like, I'm going to wear that T-shirt today. And, uh, and then, yeah. You had to defend the badge. I did, I did. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll talk about that in a bit. Definitely, that's, that's, definitely. That's the main guitar thing Good. this week. My main guitar thing this week, something big was happening over on the Guitar Nerds Twitter. Um, and, some, and started off on the Facebook, actually. The Guitar Nerds 
World Cup of Pedals yeah. 2016. Well, you talked about it on here, didn't you? Last so we week. talked about it on the. Uh, well, we sort of it came up fantastic. with it. Fantastic. Yeah, it, it was, was amazing. Absolutely fantastic. I was so like, that's. I mean, I, I've I've been on and off Twitter Twitter since I like actually got it, and then this time it's like couldn't stop refreshing the like Twitter feed. I was like, this is actually amazing. Yeah, yeah, totally. So just a quick explanation. We came up with something last week on the podcast inspired by the fact that um, the fella who does Pointless. Yeah, um, Richard Osman is it okay. Osman? I don't know. Something like that. He um he's been doing like World Cups of uh, on his Twitter for a while, where he basically sets up group stages of things like biscuits. Okay. Uh, and in Group A, there'll be four different types of biscuits, and you vote for the which one that you would like to see progress, and the top two go through to a round of sixteen, then a quarterfinal, semi-final, and the final. Um, and I thought what would be fun is to do that with guitar pedals. Yeah. Everyone's, uh, you know, got opinions on them. Everyone was kind of wanting to see their favourites win. Um, and some of the companies came out and kind of supported their their pedals uh, right to the end. Um, and that was a really cool thing um, because, you know, loads of new people got involved, people that hadn't really got involved with guitar nerds before. And it kind of was a big thing. Like, I was... It was difficult because Sunday was really sunny. Yeah. And um, I <laughs> we, was, we I were up, out on the beach. I ended up sitting on Brighton Beach, like, curating my Twitter feed to try and make the World Cup of Pedals 2016 a... Um, a working thing. I think we were on like the quarterfinals at that point, and like struggling for struggling. Well, basically struggling for 3G. Before we went out, I had to say like, "Oh yeah, by the way, these are now going to last two hours instead of one because I'm going to the beach and I can't guarantee I've got Wi-Fi." <laughs> so uh, yeah, apologies for anyone who had kind of scheduled their Sunday around the the uh, schedule for um, World Cup of Pedals 2016. It changed a little bit, but what I thought we would do is a little bit of uh, kind of match of the day post-match analysis on the cool. World Cup uh, of Pedals 2016. And Jay, you've got the... Uh, so have you got the qualifying... I've uh, got everything. I've, well, I've gone back I've gone back to the beginning of the World Cup of Pedals okay, on so, the Guitar Nerds Twitter account. So what... Guitar Nerds. Cool. So what we start off with was preliminary rounds of 64 pedals mm-hmm. that were kind of decided uh, in... Um, conjunction with the Facebook group a little bit people put their input in basically I went through every pedal retailer I could find and listed um, a kind of um, A to Z of every pedal basically uh, every manufacturer and then we kind of in negotiation with the Facebook group kind of picked a pedal for each brand so preliminary group a. So there's a lot of pre- preliminary rounds. Well, there is because there's 64 divided by yeah. four. So whatever yeah. that is. So the first in the first round uh, in Group A, we had the Arion SCH1, uh, the Earthquaker Devices Hoof Reaper, the Mad Professor Tiny Phaser, and the Red Witch Fuzz Gold. Okay. Uh, and it was the uh, Hoof Reaper and the Arion. I don't know what that is. What's the Arion SCH1? classic 80s chorus right in a plastic box that everyone thought oh yeah it's probably a bit rubbish and then actually it turned out to be really good really yeah. okay yeah which it's, is um i think i can't remember i think quite a few famous like session guys started using it and now like people have been modding it to like upgrade the components just to kind of get a little less noise out of the unit but yeah it actually sounds really good i had one for a little while and surprisingly good for about 30 quid so this is why um well basically i couldn't decide whether i wanted to do pedals that are out right now that you could buy 
or throw in some classics. And I thought, let's throw in a couple of classics, a couple of wild cards, and the Arian was one of those. Um, so interesting that that got through. The Hoof Reaper yeah. um, did really well. Earthquake had got behind it and retweeted some tweets and stuff. So um, that was cool. And, you know, a nice little little pedal. Um, what's Group B? Group B is uh, the BBE Soul Vibe, uh, the AHX Big Muff, uh, the Magnetic Effects uh, White Atom, uh, and the Keeley Four Knob Compressor. So and yeah, the BBE Soul Vibe. Unfortunately, um, struggling. Wait, wait, wait. How many votes were in the group? Uh, hundred and four. Okay. And uh, the BBE Soul Vibe got one percent of those. Okay. So presumably, it got one vote. Okay. Um, I like that pedal. It's a cool pedal. The um, Big Muff stormed to victory with uh, a massive sixty-three percent, and then the uh, the Keeley. Um, just pipped the magnetic um, white atom, which I was a little bit surprised about. Actually. Disappointed. I was. I was very mm. surprised that. Um, I guess that maybe it's to do with the fact that you did tag Keeley and magnetic. So magnetic don't seem to have a Twitter. Right. Okay. Keeley again tagged them. I think Robert Keeley's not used his Twitter account for maybe like five years or something. Right, okay. So um, yeah, tagged him in them, but no Nothing response. Either he just hates guitar nerds. Maybe yeah. you never know. Or maybe hates World Cups. Yes. Yeah, so. weird. So, that yes, was, that group, I think, obvious, the Big Muff. I mean, was the gonna... Big Muff was always going to storm that. Yeah. Um, so, the next round, uh, the next uh, group was the Behringer US 600. I don't know what that is either. That is the pitch shifter that Joe Branton always goes on about, um, okay. being the one that kind of glitches out and is kind of fun sounding and is like 12 quid or something. Right, okay. So, there was that. Uh, the Empress Tape Delay. Uh, the Maleco Lo-Fi Echo and the Seymour uh, Duncan Vapor Trail, um, and the the two that progressed there were the Empress Tape Delay and the Seymour Duncan Vapor Trail. Um, shame that that Maleco didn't get through, but I think out of those, it was th- those those two delays going through was the right thing. Yep, totally, hundred percent right result. I really like both of those. I noticed actually, Joe Branton bought a load of the pedals back, uh, so we went and did a load of filming at Joe's. The tape delay doesn't seem to have come back, and I noticed that he posted a video the other day on <laughs> Facebook of the tape delay somehow found its way onto a board of his, so I need to take that up with him. Right, okay. Because we haven't yet done a review on that. Right, and, okay. And I believe we're also giving it away as a competition prize somewhere down the line, so um, that needs to come back. <laughs> it's a re- it's, uh, they are really, really good. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, wonderful, wonderful delay. Really, really lovely delay. And just like, there's so much going on with it. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. Um, so the next uh, the next round was, um, for me, the biggest disappointment, unfortunately. Uh, the uh, Bigfoot King Fuzz, the Eventide Pitch Factor... P- pitch Factory? Pitch, pitch fa- Factor. For, pitch Factory. Pitch Factor. Pitch, pitch Factor. factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's up there as Pitch Factory, but yeah, yeah. Pitch Factor. Uh, the Marshall Governor GV2 and the Stone Death uh, PDF2. Okay. And uh, unfortunately, Bigfoot falling falling away and not just being pipped to the post by the pitch factor uh, and the governor the governor uh, stormed it, it. The, go- the governor got really far in this tournament we can talk about it more in a bit it, but yeah a GV2 as well anyway let's go yeah. on to the next group next, we'll talk about governors in a bit next round uh, group E we had the Blackstar HT Boost the Fender Blender the Maxon OD808 and the Strymon Timeline again I don't think any surprise that the Strymon just absolutely destroyed everything by getting yeah. a massive 60% of the vote, 62% of the vote. And uh, and then the Fender Blender sort of just mopped up the rest of the results by uh, 
by by grabbing sixteen percent. Um, so yeah, that was that was a shame that that black star didn't. Yeah, I thought that was going to do yeah. more. Definitely eight percent. Yeah, so. but but there we go. Um, next round, uh, we had the Car Martin Hot Drive, uh, the Full Tone Full Drive, the Messaboogie Flux Drive, and the Sewer Riot Drive. So a bit of a a drivey round. They weren't picked out like that at all. That's just the way the, the chips crumbled. fell, the cards fell. Yeah, the chips. Were down and the cards fell. Right, and then the cookie crumbled. Yes, and <laughs> it ended up being the full time full drive two that uh, took up again like half the votes. Yeah, um, really and inter- the classic though, isn't it? Interesting really. in these in these preliminary rounds, like when one thing was going to win, it was going to win by a long yeah. way. Yeah, 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 and uh, and yeah, the boogie flux drive, which is a great pedal, a, a cool pedal, the flux drive. Um, that made it through over the uh, Car Martin Hot Drive, which I'm not really sure about. You like I, the Hot Drive and Boost, no, don't you? No, well, I had one, and it was it, they're hardwired though. Yeah, like stupid. Yeah, that's always this, that's always the tricky thing, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's a transformer slash headroom thing, perhaps. Yeah, it could be because it's coming in mains. You can just get so I mean, much. They headroom. do sound really good, though. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and yeah, the sewer right drive. Um, not making it through either on that one. Um, next, we had uh, the cast engineering Casper, um, which was I, I think cast engineering really really ran with this. Um, and this was the round. This was the uh, in the prelim- preliminary round. This was the uh, the one that got the most votes. Interestingly, and I think that's because cast engineering were absolutely hammering it. Like desperate to try and get one over. They the, really, um, um, really got behind the competition. They which did, is cool. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they were up against the Heil Sound Talk Box, uh, the Montreal Assembly Count Five, and the T Rex Replicator. And um, yeah, Cast Engineering. They obviously took took it, and uh, they um, they, they just they about took beat the cookie them. and they, ran with it. They did, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they uh, they beat the Replicator, which came in second, and the Montreal Count Five, which I bet you did. You what did you vote for in that one? You voted for the Montreal um, Assembly. No, I voted for the Casper. Did Casper's you? a great pedal. It is See, I, absolutely I, phenomenal. I went with the Replicator. Okay, because um, I just I, if I'd had a second vote, it would have gone with the Casper. Um, and I think I did eventually end up voting for the Casper later down the line. But the um, the, the replicator is just so wild. So but this next group is interesting. <laughs> this next group is very interesting. So in uh, Group H, we had... God, we've got a lot of groups going, we? There is a lot, yeah. Um, what it, we'll do is we'll go through um, these preliminary groups. We'll skip through the... Uh, then there was like the actual group stage. Yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Get Round of 16. That. We'll go straight to the quarters. Yeah, that's um, cool. That's where it gets exciting. But I just wanted to talk about all the pedals Every, every pedal. Yeah, so in the next round, we had uh, the Catlin Bread, uh, Belle Epoque, um, the Hotone Grass, uh, the Moor Green Mile, which I think, are they both Cheap Screamer copies? Both yeah, they Cheap are. Yeah. Screamer. Yeah. Cheap Screamers. Cheap Screamers. And then the TC Hall of Fame. Um and yeah, the uh, the 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 hotel grass and the Moor Green Mile together only got six percent of the vote. Yeah. Um, and then the so obviously the uh, the Hall of Fame and the Catlin Bread, uh, Bella Park made it through in in quite safe style. I yep. think maybe uh, the grass and the Green Mile maybe they like tripped up over that first hurdle. Okay. And they just they weren't they weren't in it for the rest they, of the race. Okay, they tripped over the they were they're running the green mile. Yeah. They tripped on the grass. On the grass. Yeah, okay, got, got it. Yeah. Got yeah, it. That's it. Um next round we had the Chase Bliss Warp Vinyl. Uh the Tube Screamer eight oh eight, which I thought was an interesting choice. Why? 
I was just surprised that the, the TS9 didn't go through. No, TS808. I mean, I prefer the 808. Yeah. But I just thought that the, you know, TS9 is the more popular pedal. There were, that was the one that I put up in the Facebook group first, and there were no complaints. There we go. So. Lovely. Um, then the Moog Freak Box and the uh, Tech 21 Sandamp. And I think what this group, tell, what this group uh, shows off is um, the demographic of guitar players to bass players who are following the uh our social channels well i mean the sans amp was there was a guitar uh, that's the pedal that went in oh otherwise i would have put sans amp bass di oh okay so it was the it was the the guitar sans yeah. amp okay right well that's the sans amp gt isn't it something like that gt2 or GT. gt classic yes yeah, or gt classic relic see really i feel like you should have you should have clarified that fine carry on uh the tube screamer and the uh chase bliss made it through with no troubles whatsoever um, then we get through to the next round, which we've got, which is a lot closer. Tight, tight Really, group. really, like, only a couple of votes swayed this, I think, by the looks of things. So we had the Boss VB2, uh, the Boss VB2W, the J-Rocket Archer, uh, the Morpheus Bomber, and the Thorpey FX Muffroom Cloud. And, uh, yeah, other than the, the Morpheus, the other three pedals ended up being two percentage points. There was two percentage points between them, and the J Rocket Archer was what missed out. Uh, the Thorpey Effects Mushroom uh, Mushroom Cloud and the B uh, the VB Two W making it through. So we all know about the VB Two W. We talked about it a lot, but Matt, you're probably the only one who's tried the Thorpey stuff, right? Yeah. What's yeah, they're, the, they're really good. What's they're the verdict really, on the Mushroom really... Cloud? Yeah, I mean, in terms of like, it's, I mean, it's going for sort of like a big muff, but with more gain. Okay. Um, and they sound awesome. They're designed by a guy. I think he started building. Is his name a lot of these people something do. Thorpe? I think it. Yeah, it is something okay. Thorpe. He basically he used to be in the army, as right. far as I, I'm aware. And then he went. And then he he was into playing guitar, and he started building clones. And then he was like, sort of modding them from that. And then was like, I should probably do like a classic sort of big muff sound. And it sounds amazing, but there's loads more gain on tap. Okay. Um, and his pedals, if if you've seen them, are like unlike any other pedal design they're like huge like stainless steel boxes yeah um so they're quite they're quite cool and they're all sort of like laser etched and everything which is quite nice um and although it's no longer called the muffin cloud i think it's called the fallout cloud now okay i think they, ha- I think they had to change it due to a certain uh muff making company that decided <laughs> that it was not uh, an appropriate name for a pedal sure um, so I think it's had to change, um, but yeah, they've they've got like a high gain overdrive now, and um, like a distortion and like a low gain boost as well. Okay. Um, but the Muffroom Cloud is like the one you're starting to see that on like a lot of pedal boards. So I think the early ones are probably going to be like a good future classic, I would say. But yeah, like for big muff copy, or well, I say big muff clones. I hate saying that because obviously it's not. That's what it's based on, but it's you know. Yeah, that's the starting point basically. Yeah. But it, it sounds amazing for like that kind of real sort of high gain sort of fuzzy sort of sound. Awesome. Jay, next group. Next group again was a was a close one. Um, we had the Crowther Audio Hotcake, uh, the Jam Pedals Delay Llama, the Mister Black Supermoon, and the Voodoo Lab Sparkle Drive. And um, the Crowther Audio and the Mister Black made it through. I don't know anything about the Mister Black. Neither do I. Matt, you probably have had experience with which, those. Which one was it? Is it the, the Supermoon? The Supermoon, like, yeah, basically like uh, just an ambient reverb in a box, which is kind of cool that they, Mr. Black tends to do like, they certainly like edge on some of the weirder pedals out there. Um, 
but yeah, it's designed to basically just be like a huge. I don't know how would you describe it. Maybe like some of the reverb algorithms on the TC like arena, like those big, oh, okay. like huge, spacey reverbs. But yeah. there's like um, they do one with like a shimmer mode on it, and then this one has just got like loads of modulation, so you can like really. It's kind of like having a reverb and a vibrato, so it kind of like really warps the tone of the um, the reverb. But they sound really good. They do. The best Flint contender, which is the Deluxe Plus, which is reverb and tremolo in like a smaller box. Oh, nice. Uh, but yeah, they, they I think Portland, Oregon, which is where most boutique pedals seem to come from. Yeah. It's um, pretty vibey artist community in Portland from what I understand. So Yeah. 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 I like was um, I was glad to see the uh, Dalai Lama getting a little bit of love. I mean, it did finish with only 11% of the vote. Yes, yeah. but then they're, they're not a well-known brand. They're not a very well-known brand, and you don't really see them talked about very much. And no. I, I, the Dalai Lama especially, I, well, they do a couple of pedals that I really like. The Dalai Lama and the um, the Waterfall, I think it's called, which is the chorus. Which is their chorus. Yeah, oh, it's like man. an old boss uh, CE1. It yeah. sounds great. Those two, those two those pedals well. are absolutely wicked. And yeah, they, they like Jam doesn't seem to get much of a look in. No, not uh, many places one, do one them from Greece, I think. Yes, isn't it? yeah, 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 and I think it's just one. It's one of those things because they're, they're called jam pedals. It's it's not particularly Googleable. Well, and also it just doesn't have a great connotation. Like jam makes me think for like jam night or like you know those jam hub units that are right. the, they I don't know. It's a real cheap or no- jam. Or just jam <laughs> it makes me think of jam, and I don't really like jam, so I don't like <laughs> jam pedals. Um, so yeah, it's a bit weird. They could call it I don't know something effects the J- J- Jimmy Jam yeah just the Jim Jimmy Jam pedals the Jimmy Jam pedals I mean that sounds even worse <laughs> what's next uh, next is the where uh, are we up to what group is group this group L so there's four more left to go I, I think. think we went up to group P we in did the qualifying yeah, rounds yeah so what's that five more okay um, so group L we had the Dan Electro Cool Cat uh, the JHS Angry Charlie the MXR Phase 90 and the Vox V8 47 Wah um and yeah, out of those four, the Angry Charlie and the Phase Ninety making it through. I, I was a little bit surprised that the the wire didn't go through, but yep. then it's not it's cry, the Vox wire, yeah, yeah, totally. So you know, yeah. maybe not that big a surprise. Um, but I don't think the Crybaby went through either, did it? Uh, oh, we haven't got there yet. I don't know if the Crybaby. Uh, we'll t- I'll tell you in a minute. Okay, good. I've just zoomed a little bit ahead. Okay. Um, anyway, next up, um, we had the Digitech Whammy. The Clon Centaur, the old blood, the old blood noise Dark Star, and the Wampler Plexi Drive. Um, actually, this one had a lot of votes. This one had the most votes, more so than the others. Um, and the Whammy made it through uh, on twenty eight. Again, quite really close. This one really tight. The Whammy made it through on twenty eight percent. The old blood noise Dark Star followed it through on twenty seven percent, and then the Clon Centaur finished on twenty five, and the Wampler on twenty. So. Um, Kind of goes to show sort of how people's sort of view on certain pedals are changing. Are you? Because like, there's so are you many clones on out the there. clone now, Matt. Are you, well, you know, you know, it's it's not it's not the greatest anymore. It's not. I mean, you know, only it's, it's the most the, expensive. The cool the cool, the cool yeah. kids had one. The cool kids had one. What two years ago? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Two, exactly. two and a half years ago, something um, like that. I also think Digitech got behind. I think they tweeted they a did. bit about that. They did. They, so. did. they got involved. So yeah, the Whammy, uh, Whammy did quite well in the competition. We'll um, we'll skip ahead to the quarterfinals in a bit. But uh, but basically, what we're saying is, if if you're a company and you didn't get involved in this, then you missed out. There we go. Um, next up, we had Group N, um, which was the uh, Dodd Overdrive Preamp 250, 
the Korg Miku, the Pigtronics Evolution 2, and the Way Huge Superpus. And uh, the Way Huge made it through um, alongside the Korg Miku. Um, which is which is really nice. Nice lot, to see that. Lot of, lot of underground support for the Miku oh, in the, the Facebook group. There was a lot of people rallying around the Miku cause. Yes, um, and it didn't quite make it all the way, but it made it fairly made far it, in the competition. Got so. going. And then the last two groups, uh, we had the Crybaby, uh, the DL4, the Proco Rat, and the Exotic EP. And uh, again, relatively tight group. Uh, the Crybaby made it through with 31%. The DL4 made it through with 25 And then the Proco Rat and the EP Booster finished on 17 and 27 respectively. So again... Those, those are the like, two you'd expect, I think, from that group. I think so, yeah. Toughest group, I think, as well. Group of death. Yeah, that is total pre- preliminary group of death, yeah. I think. And then uh, next up, we had uh, the Dr. Green Booster Shot, uh, the Love Pedal... Uh, Kalamazoo, the Ramble Effects Marvel Drive 3, and the Zvex Fuzz Factory. And uh, no surprise to anybody, I think that the Fuzz Factory made it through alongside the uh, Kalamazoo, which again is something that I don't know anything about. Matt, have you ever owned any Love Pedal stuff? Uh, I owned, they did a run of mini pedals. I think, I actually, I don't think they make them anymore. Did but you have they the did... phaser? I had the the Univibe Vibe, that was uh, it. Yeah, yeah, which is really good because it had like a bass adjustment control, so you could control how like how much low end there was in the in the sweep, which was quite cool. But they did a really good tremolo, like a mini tremolo, and a really good echo. I think if I remember right, the echo had like a momentary mode, which was quite cool. It was kind of like the mini uh, TC pedals, you hold it down and you only get delay. Oh yeah, that. But they they do a lot of um, they do like an Echoplex style preamp. Um, they do a lot of different drives. Um, I thought, I'm trying to think what they're sort of they're most famous for. I think they own now they own Zen Drive, which was like one of the early, really early like Dumble pedals. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's tricky because obviously, yeah. Now that everyone does one, they're kind of like just in the mix. But for a while, they were like the only people that did the the Dumble thing in a box. The Love Pedal. Um, I seem to remember being around like when there weren't that many boutique pedals. I think they've been around for a really long time. I can't remember the guy's name, but I think he's... Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. I've been doing boutique pedals for ages, and I think, actually, he's designed a lot of other pedals for people. Right. Okay. Um... But yeah, they make a lot of stuff. Yeah, definitely. So um, that was the preliminary groups. Then obviously we went on to a, uh, an actual group stage and then a round of 16 yeah. till we uh, made our way to the knockout stages. So we lost we lost quite a few heavy hitters that you would have expected. So like the Crybaby went out early, the Angry Charlie went out early, the Hoof Reaper, which was, you know, had a good showing at the start, that went out early. You know, we lost a lot. And then when we got to the uh, the quarters, just getting back to where it was. Right, so we had a big showdown, a big showdown straight off um, in the Strymon timeline versus the Cast Engineer and Casper, which is a, that's a... That was, are, a that was a fun, fun one to watch. The votes come in, I think, yeah. on that one. Because initially, I think people were voting for the timeline and then cast like got involved did some retweeting and stuff and cast seemed to have like a little kind of army of fans that were just right. like really voting for this stuff so, yeah. so i suppose the important thing to point out you can only you could only vote once couldn't you there's not like there wasn't a thing where you could vote like multiple times oh yeah yeah like in each round basically you, you could, could only vote you could vote in each, yeah you could only vote in one so yeah in that one like you couldn't put two votes down for the cast casper you could only vote for it once and then it like locks the poll off so yeah um and yeah people accidentally voted for the wrong thing a couple of times and i was like oh there's nothing i can do about it sorry yeah, it's what it is you've done what you've done so um who won in the ba- battle of the delays um and i think that this may be it possibly could this be uh uh the shape of things to come in 2016 and beyond the cast engineering casper the uh the the compact size the underdog the compact size delay making it through above the uh, the Strymon timeline. Um, next up, we had another incredible showdown. Go on. Uh, the Electroharmonics Big Muff versus the Thorpe FX Mushroom Cloud. Okay, so we've already established quite similar. And uh, yeah, again, the mighty the mighty were fallen by the uh, the Mushroom Cloud, by the Thorpe, making it through there. Uh, That's we like ha- when Greece won the Euros. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we then had a bit of a, um, a bit of a, the Battle of the 80s. Uh, in the Tube Screamer 808 versus the Whammy. Okay. Um, and the Tube Screamer making it through. I was I was shocked by that. Tube Screamer making it through, sir, the Whammy. Yeah. Yeah. Because all the way through the competition, the more extreme effects had done pretty well. Like Miku, I think, only just had been knocked out at this point. Yeah. So I was expecting people to go, oh, yeah, Whammy over an 808. Yeah. But people, I think, voted with their heads. Yeah. And, start uh, getting a bit more it's sensitive. Kind of, yeah. The whole point of this competition is guess like what would you rather have on your board? It's yeah. not like what's better. No. Um it was like what if someone said you can have one of these for free, which one do you go what for? What are you gonna use? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um and uh the final group was the phase ninety, um kicking out the uh kicking out the Hall of Fame. See that I was, I was really surprised by. I was by. also very yeah. surprised by that. Really, really surprised. Um, was, that, was that one of the closest ones? That was pretty, that, close. was, that was fifty nine to forty one. So there weren't any that were like you know real nail biting. It was the closest of the of the four, but nothing nothing that was like properly. I'm nail-biting. pretty sure at one point the Strymon versus Cast Engineering was at fifty fifty. Yeah, it was definitely really amazing. definitely. 
Amazing. And then in the, the two semi-finals, we had the Cast Engineering Casper taking on the uh, Tube Screamer, which uh, the Cast Engineering, again, just absolutely slammed it, 68% of the votes. And then the um, the Thorpey Mushroom Mushroom Cloud versus the Phase 90. The Phase 90, that lost its uh, lost its heavy showing and got, got done in by the, the Mushroom Cloud at 61%. So grand final then, in that case, Cast Engineering Casper versus the Thorpey Effects Mushroom Cloud. And I think, uh, unsurprisingly, this came down to the battle of the two companies who had sort of taken this uh, taken this and run with it. I as, like it. Two, yeah. I, I also think it was good that it was two brands that, you know, are actually really relatively new as well, like yeah. really getting behind their pedals. Like, Thorpey's only really had pedals on the market for probably a year, yeah, something I would like say that. a That's year and a half. He's been in the community for a while, but he's only really had like pedals to market for sort of over a year. Um, and like Cast also, I think, sort of relatively new as well, haven't they? Have yeah, they're making pedals that long. Yeah, they've only got three pedals out. I think Thorpey's maybe only got three or four or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so about the same. So it's, it was quite good actually to see like all of the, those two pedals kind of make it all the way to the end and actually not have like the biggest sort of following or, you know, has been seen on as many boards. Definitely, definitely. And I think, um, I'm not sure if, I mean, Thorpey's definitely available over here. Um, Casper, I guess, not yet. I don't think they've got no, any retailers. No, actually, I, I've got a feeling that after this, a retailer um, did actually net take them on. Really? Um, yeah, I think, because Casper retweeted it a few times and added in a couple of dealers into the UK, and they're now, afterwards, they I, when the competition finished... They were tweeting back that they were actually going to start stocking those pedals. So uh, that is I amazing. Think I think we've kind of had an effect on the, that company actually like making its way into the UK market. I mean, if, I if that's good. true, that's that's amazing. That is that's. Stunning. I mean, that's exactly that's, what this is sort of about. Is yeah. if, if you know we can spread the word of things that we're into, that's amazing. Yeah, and hundred percent. So um, the this one ended with the most amount of votes. Uh, which was, was up, it in the whole competition in the whole competition this, so had, this I, had the largest number of votes I was sat um, after we went to the beach yesterday we came back here and, and sat in the garden and I was just like watching this on my phone like wow this is really close yeah. and yeah. at one point the person who ended up not winning was winning by some way and then the other person just clawed it back Jay do you want to give us the uh, give us the result well I can see that at one point um, at one point, not long before it all finished, uh, with an hour to go, I think it looks like, um, the uh, Casper was at 51% and the Mushroom Cloud was at 49%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just a handful of votes, a handful of votes that separated it. And it ended up being the cast engineering just... They just found that extra that extra five percent to push them forward, and they ended up with fifty. Well, that extra three percent, and they ended with fifty four percent to uh, to the mushroom clouds forty six percent. So yeah, the cast engineering is the uh, the world champion of the cup of pedals, the world well, cup world of cup of pedals. Come on, give it. Well, the proper. world champion of the of the world cup of pedals, pedals twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. It was um really exciting. It was really fun. It was really really fun. And uh, yeah, I don't know if does anyone from Cast Engineering listen to this podcast. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. well, you know, I've, mate, got, I've actually got a feeling that one of the guys in the Guitar Nerds group. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I think Chris. Yeah. I think is from um, from Cast. So oh, okay. Well, um, I mean, if you you know maybe what would be cool is if you wanna we'll pick someone at random who voted in the final. Maybe uh, see if we can get get my prize. 
yeah, I mean, we've got some cast stuff here that we could maybe give away. We'll see. Might be a, maybe might we'll do a little little competition down the line. Um, we need to do some demos and stuff on it. But yeah, yeah we can give some stuff away. Definitely. I think maybe maybe like a little uh, a little congratulations. Yeah, I think that'd be good. So um, it's not something it's not something I want to do all the time. No, we'll be doing next week. <laughs> Well, I mean... World Cup of Joe Branton's voices. I don't... Oh, God. Can, can I, don't, they, I don't know if we could actually... Yeah, there probably is 64 voices. <laughs> oh, God. They're all just slight variations oh, on Gandalf. World, World Cup of... American uh, Gandalf. World, World Cup of instruments that Joe has had and has sold. Yeah. World Cup of pedals that Matt used to own. Yeah. 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 Oh, that, yeah, you could do several several World Cups. <laughs> we could definitely do a World Cup of guitars 2016, but I'm not going to do. I'd it. quite like to see. I'd quite like to see that, like some point down the line, because yeah. like pedals are great, and obviously, you know, there's a lot of people that follow companies, but guitars, I'd like to see some of the sort of big hitters like Fender and Gibson getting behind that on the uh, yeah. on the social media. I think that'd, that'd be, be cool. I think we shouldn't do that for at least a few months because it did take up basically every evening the last week. Weekend, yeah. Like when I was sat here thinking oh Ella's going to be home soon and this what I'm actually doing is quite weird when I was sat in front of my phone doing a live stream picking out bits of like scrunched up uh, <laughs> paper with different pedals on them pretending to do a live draw like well I was, was doing a live draw no no I was doing a live draw but I mean pretending to do it in the style of let's say the FA Cup or right, a World gotcha, Cup yeah. draw and uh, yeah I just thought like yeah, she's going to be back in maybe five, ten minutes. I need to wrap this up soon because this is quite a weird thing for a 31-year-old man to be sitting doing on a, on a Thursday night on his own. I kind of feel like um, when we, if we do like World Cup of pedals, oh, sorry, World Cup of guitars or World Cup of amps, maybe we need to sort of dress it up a bit. And when I say dress it up a bit, what I mean is... Dress up you, a bit. You and me should... We should, we're, we should be wearing suits yep. and like have like... Maybe get one of those bingo rollers. Yep, into that. And into that big. Give everything, give everything a, make 100%. it like a proper FA Cup It'd be draw. quite good if we did, uh, you know, World Cup of guitars, amps and pedals. And then the winners from all of those, we kind of somehow put together some sort of rig and then demoed it. Okay. I'd be up for that. The champion's and, rig. And, unless that some what if sort it ends of up being like bespoke <laughs> guitar wins that cost like six grand and we're like, we just oh, got to buy yeah. it, got to buy it. <sighs> um, yeah, can't really afford that. Guitar's a more difficult one, isn't it? Because like, there's what, yeah, what do you go with? Do you go with Fender Strat? I guess or you Fender just Telly? you just go Fender Stratocaster, because you couldn't go down like Fender Roadstar Strat or anything no, like no, that. No, 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 of course you not. could go. You'd go like Fender Strat, Fender Telly. I guess you couldn't with this. We tried to do one, one pedal per company, yeah. but you couldn't do that. You can't just choose a Strat or a Telly no. or a Les Paul or an SG. But what you but could they're, do... They're, they're one of the only two companies that you would probably have two models. Yeah, but then, but then it's a one. little bit unfair giving them... Maybe we have to. Maybe they have to go head to head. That's what I was just about like... to say. Preliminary <laughs> rounds that time when we do the guitars could be Strat, so we, we, Tele, Jaguar, Jazzmaster. Jazz and then, then Gibson could be Les Paul, Les Paul SG-335. Another one. Firebird. Yeah. But then it gets a bit more difficult after that. BC Rich, Mockingbird... Warlock Strand uh, uh, you could uh, you wouldn't have to do it for all of them but you could just like yeah. you could do like two from each brand maybe yeah. I don't know when you get to brands like Strandberg you're going to be a bit like oh yeah uh, 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 <laughs> custom option one <laughs> custom <laughs> option two so yeah we're not going to do it for a while but World Cup of Guitars definitely will happen at some point I think uh, <sighs> that, sound, that, that to me that to, oh man that's a long way away but I was just thinking that to me sounds like a 
Sounds like a Christmas special. But then again, we've got so much going on at Christmas with Gear Can we do year. World Cup of Picks? No. Yeah, yeah Ta- no. Dunlop um, At Matt underscore Nightsy on Twitter is going to be the World Cup of Picks 2016. World, World Cup of Strings and Picks. I don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> so you can do that one on your own time, I think. So there we go. That was the World Cup of Pedals 2016. Um, do head over to the Twitter um, at Guitar Nerds and uh, you can see all the full... Uh, results. You can see at which point the Korg Miku dropped off. Um, the slightly ironic support for it, I think, wasn't yeah. enough to make it through the round of sixteen. I think yeah, it got I to. Think so, so is it going to be some sort of? Were you going to? Th- were you thinking about doing some sort of uh, video of potentially a rundown? Or see, demos? I thought about this as well. Like, if we plan it a bit better when we do the guitars one, we could do. Yeah, we could do it in video format. What? How do you mean? Well, what, we could demo do, each of the no, guitars. No, 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 no. We could do we just like need to get a loan of sixty-four guitars. Yeah, yeah. No, we could do like they would do on like match of the day or something, or like the World Cup thing, and we yeah. could have, you know, we could be sat in like a newsroom type yeah. vibe with a little preliminary, all the lists with the groups, and then each day we could film a video saying what happened. Yeah. In the. That's you a lot. To, we're, we're all going to need to book a week off. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It'd be worth it. Yeah, be worth I think so. It would be it would be really fun. And the only I was thinking about this in in the mid, in the week when this was all kicking off, we've become one of those podcasts where you know sometimes you're like you're keeping up with a podcast and every now and again you're like oh I just I can't keep up with that one. I'll, I'll give just, it. I'll delete I'll, that one. Or like no, I'll like I'll listen to it in a couple of weeks. Like you give it a couple of weeks and you go oh I'll do it all in one hit. We've become one of those podcasts where you sort of can't get away with doing that anymore because there's stuff that happens in the week that you need to every week. You just need to keep up and listen every week. Keeping it fresh basically. Absolutely. Fresh and so clean. That's it. Talking about um things that happen in the Oof. week. There has actually been some news this week for which for this time of the year is pretty uh, unlikely because we're really far away from Nam. We're not quite at summer Nam yet. Um Music Mesa is long gone and nothing even really happened this year um but people are still releasing stuff and perhaps a candidate for the world cup of pedals 2017 um chase bliss audio announced the tonal recall matt knight as a arnold schwarzenegger and pedal fan this must be your dream come true i mean i would probably buy it just on the reference alone possibly the greatest movie of all time total recall um do you know what it's one thing that really sells these pedals to me, and it's the company that does the demo videos. Um, the Knobs YouTube channel seemed to have a certain way of demoing pedals that kind of just go, yeah, I need to buy that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the Chase Bliss have just been one of those companies that have kind of got, sort of got it right. They've kind of gone, we need to make analog pedals, but what people want who are going to buy our pedals are they using massive switching systems and they need like basically control over every parameter so everything on the front is completely midi controllable yeah um and they've sort of they've done a phaser they've done a vibrato they've done a flanger um they've done a tremolo and now they've done a delay so a completely analog delay but you've got complete control over everything that you can do on the front via midi which i think is like like pretty amazing really there's nothing else out there that that covers that um so you've when you say they're controllable via midi is there midi in on that pedal yeah well it's it's done in a very clever way which is midi to trs control so it's midi to um stereo jack which you can buy an adapter for um 
And then on the top of the pedal, there's basically a series of 10, actually, I think it's more than that. I think it's 14 dip switches. And depending on if the dip switch is up or down means that it sends a MIDI on and off signal to that particular control. Okay. Um, but what it then does give you is gives you basically loads of presets. So you've actually got the ability then over MIDI to save analog presets. Um which is awesome, really. That's it's one of those things where you're like, oh, this analog delay, this like you know, like the old um, Ibanez analog delay. It's like, oh, it sounds there's so many good settings, but you, you kind of don't want to move the pedal because you've yeah. already got it sounding really good. Yeah, yeah. This is like every time you find something new, if you're using a, a MIDI switching system, you can be like, oh, I can just save another preset. If you're not using MIDI, it's fine because there's still three presets on board. Um, it also gives you tap tempo. Um, there's also loads of uh, modulation controls. The modulation's got different waveforms. Uh, it's just like an all-in-one unit. And for something that's actually like the size of a normal pedal, it's kind of like, yeah, spot on. They fit a lot into it, haven't they? It- I'm, I'm amazed how much they managed to get into one pedal. So, you know, it's mono in, mono out, MIDI control, expression pedal. And also, if you use things like modular synthesis, it's got... CV input has it so you can wow, actually okay. control certain things via CV as well so wow. I'm kind of like for the money I mean it's I think they're about $350 so I mean it's definitely up there with some of the pricier units on the market but yeah I'm, I'm really into the, the guy who makes it uh, I can't remember his name but he's like really into just like the design of the pedal he's just like everything has to be spot on but it's yeah. got to be analog but you've got to be able to control everything on board and how he fits it into like a normal pedal size I have no idea it's, it's funny really because it, it's the kind of thing that had this been released three years ago or even two years ago we'd have been sat here going so it's got all of the functions of a digital pedal but it's an analogue pedal this is going to be rubbish like it's going to sound rubbish something's not going to work like it's like it's not going to be easy to use but because it's Chase Bliss you know that it's going to be good yeah. and like you know that it's going to be easy to use and they're not yeah. going to have any hassle over it and I think it's interesting just the way that things have sort of moved on in just a couple of years and you know you've got the you've got a few companies here and there that you can just be like yeah this is going to be really good there's, there's no and they also question. come in the the best packaging they come in like a wooden uh, like a hand carved like wooden box inside like a really nice like velvet bag I mean, nice. you're not obviously going to carry it around in the wooden box, but it's it's a nice thing to open the the package and that being a kind of cool cool box. Um, what yeah, I, they, the whole range is awesome. What I was going to say, really gonna say is that um, in a time when you know certain companies are bringing out like eight pedals at a time, or Electroharmonics, as we've seen, bring out like you know fifteen across the course of a year. Yeah. When Chase Bliss drop a new pedal, it kind of feels like a bit of an event because they've only got, what, four or five models? Five in total. And, I mean, they really, they built their whole company pretty much around the warped vinyl. Yeah. yeah. You know, they made the warped vinyl. Everyone was like, this unit is, like, incredible. Because, once again, like, vibrato, obviously you've got companies like Boston, the VB2, you know, reissuing sort of that. And, and one time, the only one that I could think of that was out was like, like the Zvex one, which they did the Lo-Fi Loop Junkie, which was a. Um, but no one else had kind of cracked the the basically the warped vinyl sound. 
Yeah, no, and they've got it down. And the Chase Bless one sort of just, yeah, they absolutely nailed it. And then they've kind of gone, hold on, what other modulation effects can we do? So I don't know. It, maybe we'll see. Because um, it, it got me thinking about the, the old Nova Drive from TC, because that was analog overdrive and distortion, but it had MIDI in. Because the idea was you could hook it up to your G system, and each modulation preset on the G system could have an analog distortion. Um, so. I don't know what else could they do. I suppose, yeah, drive is is sort of the next one, perhaps. Yeah, it, definitely. It sounds like the warp the warp vinyl to me. Kind of, I get the impression that maybe they like they heard a deco and were like, "This is cool." They've done like real to real sounding stuff. That's cool. You know what else sounds cool? It's like proper vinyl. Let's make something that sounds a bit like that. And that that you know, it's, they've gone down that sort of thought route. I think it's more that they heard yeah. like Boss VB2Ws because actually I don't think those pedals sound too far apart. But the warp vinyl is kind of not that they heard the VB2W because obviously yeah, it was out first, yeah, but yeah, the, yeah. the VB2, the VB2 sorry. Yeah. The warp vinyl is kind of like a VB2 with loads of extra controls on it. It gives you a real similar sound at points, um, and it also obviously does a load of other things as well. So I think that's kind of where they got that from. Yeah. But if, um, I was just I was just quickly on his website just reading his bio and he was like basically his his brother died um in like a car accident and he was just like, you know what, I hate my job. I'm gonna just I'm gonna build pedals. Took the name of the Chase Bliss audio from someone's mantra and then basically just learned how to build pedals from two thousand seven to two thousand thirteen and then that's when he launched the first pedal. So he spent six years basically learning how to do it, and wow. then, yeah, basically nailed it. I mean, what so a time to fair what, play! What a time to go into it as well, like well, yeah, like two hundred percent, yeah. Coming yeah. out of it like being a complete, like you know, knowing, learning, having learned what you've learned at the exact, at like the exact turning point when sort of boutique pedals became something that people were willing to spend money on. You know, it's great. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, and, you know, you, what you get with those, like I say, it's, it does seem like a, a bit of an event because they don't come out very often. And I think this Tonal Recall is definitely going to be like a bit of an event pedal. It's one you're going to see, like, starting to turn up on everyone's board. You tend to see that they, if people have got a few of them already, they always buy the new one. Like, you see loads of people's pedals boards and they've got, like, four mm. Chase Bliss pedals, but yeah. n- almost nothing else. Right. They'll just the, buy... Um, I've just had a look. The the only dealer pretty much doing them in the UK at the moment is listing them as available to order. It's four hundred pounds. Wow. So, you know, it's kind of like Strymon territory, but I think they're probably one of the only companies I've seen recently that deservingly kind of could easily take it on. And I think they'll they will have the pet they will be you know how people have got like a blue sky, a Mobius and a timeline on their boards. So I think like you say, you're gonna have people that have got like all five chase bliss pedals on their pedal board and yeah. and because it's midi controlled you know the sort of the combinations are endless really yeah get that and something like a you know es8 or es5 or something and you've got yourself pretty impressive board like hand yeah. you're basically buying yourself like a hand-built midi controllable multi-effects um that's, that's all analog <laughs> that's all analog yeah that is yeah but also pretty pricey at that point you would have spent like 1500 quid on a board well Oh, that's not. <laughs> I know it's. I know it's nothing to you, Matt. But yeah, um, yeah. That's. Um, but, that's but that's the thing. That is, that is the kind of. 
that's almost the trend at the moment because you're not only got people that are like putting all of these expensive pedals on pedal boards you've got people out there building boards for people that are charging you know half that just to put them together i think it's become like it's becoming like an art form almost in a way so people like do handcrafted guitars it's the people that have got like handcrafted pedal boards it's like the the new thing Matt, you need to get into like woodworking or ironworking, and then you can build the boards, and you get to wire them up and place all the pedals and stuff. I know that that would that would really be the uh, the ultimate dream. Well, look at Salvage Custom in America. That that's what they do. They make these amazing handcrafted wooden exotic wood pedal boards. That you know, if you if you basically go, I, I priced one up the other day because I was talking to someone about it, and we were like looking at it. If you go for like Pedal Train Pro size wooden board with wooden like clip-on lid in say like i don't know babinga wood um it's like 950 dollars wow and that's with no that's no pedals or anything that's no pedals that's just the board and then you think if you got it shipped to the uk you know you're you're talking like a thousand pounds for a pedal board (laughs) yeah that's a lot is there any power with that or is that no really it's literally that is just the board and the box Wow, and they're and they're on like a six month waiting list as well at the moment. So I mean, they probably don't need to build one. Of, you know, probably do one a week, and they're doing all right out of it. Mate, what yeah. you what you need to do, mate, is you need to you need to give up work and you need to go and uh, turn up at the door of the uh, the person who runs Chase Bliss and just be like, "Listen, will you be my Mister Miyagi? Teach me." And in, in me the ways. Will yeah. you be my Mr. Miyagi? And in in five years' time, you're gonna you're gonna change the world. We're not gonna hear from you. Like that. That's it. Like Matt's m- gonna be painting fences me, in m- Mr. Miyagi's um, back garden. Me, me, Mark, and Joe are gonna be doing this podcast. And then when like when you know five years then time, live phoning. When like, we're in in you- five years time, when Mark's in his late thirties and I'm still in my you know early thirties, late thirties, um, we'll, uh, we'll we'll you'll come back and be like, guys, I did it. I've built one pedal <laughs> <laughs> in five years. Can we hear it? No, that no, doesn't work. No, <laughs> it's broken. No. Right. It's all in your mind. Yeah, yes, yeah, so you've like built your brain. the first air pedal anyway um with that we're almost up at time so we should probably call it an evening um what i would say is that loads of the uh kind of input for um the world cup pedals came from the facebook group and i just want to say thanks to everyone who's on the facebook group and now everyone who's on the twitter because we i think we got like a hundred followers more than like 200 extra really? people i think through doing the world cup stuff so that was awesome um facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum and the twitter is at guitar nerds um but also thanks very much as always to our patreon backers um on patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds you can get an extra half an hour of guitar nerds content every week um either from our regular paid tier of five dollars a month where you get the extra half an hour or ten dollars a month we've had a spot open up um, for an executive producer backer so if you want to get in at the $10 a month price point you'll get your name read out with these lovely people Mark Ross Mark Rice Rob Pierce, JD Shaw David Carroll Andy McKenzie Eric Seary Paul Corrigan Jack Godfrey Jack Conroy Will Clare Scott O'Brien, Matt Quine, Fletch Fletcher, Phil Tomset, Laurie Anstis, Moot Gravit, 
Colin Anderson. I'm really out of breath. Oh, I need to do an extra swallow. I liked. I li- I've nearly left you another bar. Okay, that would. It was really for some reason doing the in between the drums. Which was, bit? Sorry. <laughs> it's really difficult. Anyway, and um, yeah, thanks to everyone who um, who's on our executive tier level. Uh, it's always awesome for you contributing to doing this thing and you know helping us out uh, a little bit to buy iron brews and uh, cans of vanilla Coca Cola um, to help us get through the podcast. Matt, what, you're drinking a beer, aren't you? I am. I am drinking. Brewdog Punk IPA. Nice. It is fantastic. Very nice indeed. So um, thanks for that. We're going to, uh, on the Patreon episode, if you want to join us, uh, we're going to be talking about Gibson quality control, a topic very dear to our hearts and that we have to put behind a paywall. Yes, a controversial <laughs> on the old Facebook group. If you want to come listen to what uh, our thoughts on that, um, do head over patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. As always, the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum. Um, at guitar nerds on Twitter, at mark underscore random at Matt underscore Nightsy at J-A-Y-B-M-1 and if you're uh, feeling like you want to see some internet idiocy at Joseph underscore 900 um, also on YouTube youtube.com forward slash guitar nerds videos I'm going to be putting up some new stuff I think I'm doing the history of the wah pedal cool. um, this week that's going to go up probably on Friday thanks so much for listening and uh, yeah we'll see you next week cheers gang cheers bye 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 When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.